0: All of the leadership within our organization is promoting it and not just saying, wow, y'all should really go to the gym. You should work out. It's more of an infectious thing. Yes. So we're going to work and we're saying, hey, did you go work out this morning? What was the workout like? You know, or, you know, we'll say, oh, this coach, you know, they're really pushing me hard, and yes. but I did it or I got this done. And so it's, that's what makes it infectious is. It's not that we're trying to say, y'all need to be fit and you need to go to the gym. We're saying, this is a lot of fun and we're having a great time.
1: Hey everybody, it's Coach Charlie. Welcome or welcome back to the Building Better People podcast brought to you by BoomFit. Thanks for listening today. And at the end of this episode, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you aren't already. But more importantly, I hope the following interview inspires you to take the next step in your fitness journey, enjoy.
0: Hi, I'm Suzanne Newberger. I'm here with Charlie today, and just to a little bit about myself, I am 58 years old. I work for Emerald National Bank. I'm the bank administrator here for all of our loca- locations. So, we kind of oversee all of the activities with Emerald National Bank here um, in College Station. Um,
1: That's perfect. That's a a great intro, Suzanne. Well, thanks for making time for the podcast. And it's great having you at the gym. Um, I know we have had a couple of the A&B, Amarillo National Bank employees on the podcast. So this is exciting to kind of have another... uh, You're kind of the leader in our town. So for people who don't know, we have four branches, correct? That's right. And Mm -hmm. um, always looking for new customers. Always. Yes, (laughs) always. (laughs) little plug. No, thank um, you. But let's start with, you know you had been working out before you came to BoomFit or was this something new entirely for you?
0: I actually have. I had worked out at at a gym, you know, just a commercial gym, kind of went on and off. Like there was a time where the gym was kind of across the street from a previous bank that I worked at. And so I found a good routine. My kids were little and I could go at lunch and I went and you know, I had a coworker that went, so there was a, some accountability. Did really well, and then I moved to a different bank, different location. Was not so convenient anymore. Of course, with kids, you know, it was hard to get in, get out. I couldn't yeah. do my lunch routine anymore, so I stopped. How many kids do you have? I have two. Okay,
1: mm-hmm. and at what? How old are they now?
0: I have one that's 21 and one that's 26.
1: Okay. So we're talking about how many years? So this has
0: been years ago. Yeah. Yeah, This was, they were, you know, elementary, junior high, high school, even through there. Then I continued the gym membership, but just wasn't consistent. So it ended up, you know, the class that I liked, it wasn't held at a time that was convenient and You know, it just kind of went from there. I've always been very active, so I always just kind of counterbalance that with, you know, but I'm active, so I'm okay, you know, but there just wasn't that routine, good workout. It was just active.
1: So, for how long would you say you had structure and routine until you didn't?
0: Probably about two years. I did, you know, and I enjoyed it. I I really did, and I wanted to get back to it, but, you know, when your kids are young and active, you know, My, my kids were very active in, you know, out extracurricular stuff and, you know. Oh,
1: you're, when you're, I'm in, so I'm in that season now. Yeah, it's hard. we have four nights a week of little league. Right. And our daughter's in tumbling. And so I, I fully understand. So let's go even before that, were you in your twenties and thirties, would you consider yourself somebody who went to the gym or worked out regularly?
0: No, no, I didn't at all. I mean, I didn't work out again. I was, I've always been very, very active, so um, twenties and thirties, you know, I was still, I was working, yeah. I was, you know, doing things. I was outside. We love to be outside. So, you know, we hunt, we fish, we, yeah. So we it wasn't like you didn't and, do anything,
1: yeah. but you almost necessarily didn't have to because you were living an active lifestyle. Right. right. And so then uh, what, at what point did you start thinking maybe I should be doing more than just living my active lifestyle.
0: I think that became, as I got older, when I was young, very young, I was always outside. I showed horses. i showed horses since I was five years old. So, Hmm. you know, I was constantly, I don't remember a childhood being in the house. I remember a childhood of being out, you know, I was riding a horse all the time. I was feeding them. I was taking care of them and that's a lot of work. Um, And so I never felt a lack of, you know, being toned or being fit because I was getting it from a different way. When I went into college, that's when things changed because I wasn't, you know, I was focused on school. I wasn't focused on showing horses or doing something like that. Mm -hmm. So there's kind of been different stages, kind of the, the least... Fit was more of that 20 to 40 range, mm. you know, and that's when the kids come along and all yeah, that and you yeah. get busy doing other things. So your lifestyle is still busy, but your consistency and your true working your muscles and staying fit. One, didn't
1: One question I have too is, do you think it's become more, and I don't know if the right word is popular <laughs> to work out like, or has, Because I think what you're saying is growing up, like I I was active, right? So like the need for exercise has increased Mm -hmm. due to the uh, percentage of population that's more sedentary. Mm -hmm. Therefore I have to go to a gym, get on a treadmill, do an elliptical, you know what I mean? Have a personal trainer. So do you think because you've kind of lived in the shift that that's affected your need for exercise?
0: There, there was a definite shift. I mean, you have to remember, I was in college in the 80s. You know, mm-hmm. I'm old, right? So mm-hmm. I was in the college in the 80s. And so that's when Jane Fonda comes along. And, you know, everybody's yeah. going, oh, okay, I'm going to do this, you know, aerobic exercise and yeah. all that. And that was the trend. And and so before that, though, I don't ever remember hearing about going to the gym or, you know, yeah. really a workout plan or anything like that. And, of course, I was a country girl. So, yes. you know, that... Yeah. There wasn't even a gym in my town, you know? So, <laughs> so in your 20,
1: when you say in your 20s and 30s, it was almost like the least fit. It yeah. just means that you prioritized exercise the least that you ever have. Oh, right,
0: have. right, because I was in college. So yeah. I was, you know, my priority was first was school, taking care of that. And then, you know, it yeah. was your college life. So was you're your out eating? dancing and you're out doing, yeah, you know. Yeah, was,
1: was <laughs> nutrition or weight kind of something that you would keep an eye on and kind of where was your head on that
0: actually i've been blessed with good genes i Mm -hmm. think and um i've never had a weight problem Mm -hmm. i probably weigh i do way more now than i ever have Mm -hmm. and you know i still don't consider myself to be overweight at all but that's never been a challenge for me. So I'm very blessed in that because I know people that it has been a challenge. Mine has been, as I aged, I felt like I wasn't as strong as I had always been. So in what ways would you be able to tell in, in strength of, you know, just a matter of picking something up, helping my husband do, you know, things around the house or, you know, yard work, you know, picking up a bag of mulch or something like that. i it was more of a challenge i could do it but yes. i was like god this shouldn't be hard you know i used to feed horses and lift 50 pound bags of feed and that was mm. like no big deal but now i'm having trouble with mulch and you know it just shouldn't be that way so that's what i noticed was a, a, the strength wasn't as much as what it had been and the muscle tone of course as you age your muscle tone yeah. doesn't stay the same and i'm like i don't really like the way that this looks and so for me it's more of a fitness than it is a weight loss. Right. So, so my why of, of why am I here working out now is more of a staying fit. And as I get older, to be able to still enjoy the things that I always have outdoors and, you know, leading a life that is active and you know, I, I don't ever want to be where I'm sitting in the house or, you know, yes. feeling like I can't do something because of a lack of strength. And well, so well, that that's my challenge.
1: I love you having a why. I think sometimes <laughs> we miss that step in the equation, right? We either go straight to the gym or just feel like it's something we should do. So how did you how did you frame that for yourself? How did you come to that conclusion? How did you establish this purpose for fitness today?
0: Um, the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The mirror. And you is, just is, kind of realize that it, this. Yeah, it's it's you know your your body changes as you as you age and your body changes a little bit as you quit working out. I mean, I looked at a picture that that. I don't know, I was flipping through something and I saw this picture of when I had been consistently going to the gym and I was sitting in a lawn chair and and reaching for one of my kids and I saw this muscle in my arm. And I'm Mm. like, oh my gosh, look at that and look at where I am now. I was like, I've got to change something, you know, because I really like that and I don't like where it is now. And so, it, you know, it's just being aware of what you can be and... And kind of where you are and where that difference is.
1: Yeah, and one of the themes that I sometimes hear on the podcast or in the interviews is kind of what you just touched on. Like there was this season where we'll say you reached and you had definition in your arm, mm-hmm. or you could tell, and that means you were working out. You were, and then you got out of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is that gradual or does it happen quickly? And then how long before you notice? So, like, I'm going to use a time frame. So let's say you're. 30 and you're working out Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden now you're 45 and you're like, Oh my goodness. I just looked at pictures when I was 30 and I'm 45. That's 15 years. So did that happen gradually or was it kind of this overnight? Like we had so many activities and I had changed jobs. Mm -hmm. I moved and I just stopped entirely. How does that work? I think
0: for me, I think it was gradual. I think because, and I think it's because I've always been more or less fit And so I never saw myself as being unfit or I never, Mm -hmm. that's never been my mentality is that I wasn't Mm -hmm. until, you know, then I started seeing more and more, it just kind of gradually got to where there was less muscle tone, there was less strength. And then, you know, things would happen where I'm trying to, do something outside and it's more difficult. And so that's when it registers. So for me, it was very gradual. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't just an overnight. I was here and now I'm here. Yeah. It was, it was just kind of a gradual change. And then you end up where you, you decide you need to make a change. And actually before AMB came in with boom fit, I was already thinking I've, I've got to figure out a way to get back in the gym and i had a membership i just didn't go yeah and so you know it i it had already started in my head of i've got to make a change and i've got to start building myself back up
1: so the timing was perfect it was perfect so because then
0: it came in with y'all and yes, you remember i was like i'm kind of scared of i this. do remember that
1: <laughs> so we'll for sure transition in that yeah. um tell me about having a membership and not going i mean i, I have to yeah one acknowledge that that happens all the time. And mm-hmm. I always tell people that's how those types of gyms make money and are in our business right. because they, I'm not saying they're betting. I don't think they're that, you know, that, that malintent intentional about not wanting no. people to come in, but they technically don't want everybody to show up.
0: Yeah. I do, in this, well, we'll cover COVID later, but yeah. I, because I do think in general, I think they want people to come in, but they don't actively do anything to mm. have that happen, in, in my opinion. I think, you know, you get in, you sign up, it's auto debited, it's hitting your credit card, you don't really think about it. Yes. You you make excuses not to go, you know, for me the class time I didn't I didn't like it. I mean, I like to build my workout time sometime. Either yeah. I like lunch lunch, I like right at five o'clock, yeah. you know, or even four o'clock if I can do it. I don't like going late at night because, to me, that gets in my family time. And yes. And I'm an empty nester now, but still, it's just me and my husband, and I want to spend time with him when I get off work. I don't mm. want to be at the gym late at night, even right. though that's what I need to do for myself. I feel like my relationship is yeah, built I on spending ju- time together. Yeah. And so, you, you know, you want convenient times mm. that, that work into to
1: to your schedule. So how long did you pay for a membership or ac- have access to a membership and not go?
0: I, I would, I mean, to be quite honest, probably two years. Yeah. I mean, I would go, but I would be like, okay, when well, I go get on the, you know, the, Cardio, I'm going to go. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to go to this I'll, or I'll hit one class. I'd, I love this class. I'll go to that. But it wasn't a time I liked, so I wasn't consistent about it. Right. And, and the other thing that I've noticed is with those classes, You have an instructor, and you have this group of people that you don't really connect with. You just kind of go in. They start some music. They go through the routine, and everybody leaves. Mm -hmm. So it 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 doesn't really build accountability. It doesn't build relationships. It's just a workout. You just go. You do the class, or you jump on a bike and watch TV. You know, and it's there's no social part of it. Yes. And, and that
1: social part so important. It is. And it does increase your commitment and accountability when you know that the person who's either teaching the class or the people yeah. that are there know your name. They kind of count on you to show up. And mm-hmm. if you're not there, they reach out to you and check in. So there is a, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a different type. It's almost like going to church, but sneaking in and sneaking right. out as opposed to having a small group Right. Knowing the staff and being a part of the community. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is, it's easy to do um, the the first part of that. So you said COVID. I want to hear what you're going to say. <laughs> like, what, was there kind of something that there, happened? There
0: was. I actually went a couple of times during COVID when you could get in because, you know, it was closed for yes. a while. And then it got to where you had to make an appointment to attend a class. And they would only take a certain number of people. So I didn't want to, I just didn't do mm-hmm. that. And so then I thought, well, I'll just go jump on an exercise bike. But you're having to wear a mask. Like you can't exercise and wear a mask, Ugh. and so it was miserable. And yeah. and why I didn't cancel my membership then, I don't know, but I didn't. You know, I just you hope you use keep... it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess there was that. Like you feel like if I'm a member of a gym, at least that's something. Yeah. Even though I'm not going, yeah. I feel like you know, I had the little tag on my keychain, and I was a member. Yes. <laughs> and, you know. Yes,
1: that's right. It'll <laughs> yeah. be a reminder.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: So okay, so let's just start with. A&B, what they're doing for anybody listening that isn't aware, um, yeah. because this goes not just for this area, but yeah. this is all the way from the top of the organization. It trickles down mm-hmm. through the entire organization. Tell us about the a A&B, and I'll call it wellness initiative right. and plan.
0: I have never seen a wellness plan at any organization the way I've seen with A&B. And I have had wellness plans at other banks that I've worked for, but it was more of we'll pay for your gym or we'll, you know, it, it wasn't a culture. With A&B, it's a culture. Mm. And when I go to Amarillo and see it, it's a fitness culture across the entire organization. Um, and and there's an energy to it. There's a, there's a huge energy to A&B. And I think a lot of it is due to that fitness and due to, the energy level that that brings to people because there is a difference um, when you when you exercise and when you do things that benefit your health, um, there's a benefit to it other than, uh, you know, lack of doctor bills.
1: Absolutely, and I feel like A and B is actually leading the charge mm-hmm. in this, and I think in the next decade, you're gonna start, maybe a couple of decades, you'll see more people not just, I would say, modeling after what A&B is mm-hmm. doing, but taking giant steps like A&B does. So a question I have, because you're in the organization, is if somebody's listening and they're like, well, where where do I start? How do I do this? Like You're talking in ways that I want in my organization mm-hmm. to have a culture of fitness. Because it's not like y'all are a gym. No. <laughs> you're a bank. <laughs> We're a bank, but, but yeah. But it, the way you describe it is it's it's culture. So... Mm-hmm. how. I, how is that possible? What are, you know, maybe a way or two or three ways that it's lived out Mm -hmm. um, that if I'm listening and I'm like, well, what do y'all do? You know, how is that possible?
0: I think it all comes from our leadership. It comes from our leadership, of course the owners of the bank, but also what's trickled down to the leadership of each of our markets. And like, if I look at our college station locations, we have, I would say 70, 80% attendance, if not Mm -hmm. more. We have a lot of people that are coming consistently, and it comes from the leaders in our organization. I'm not just saying me, but I'm saying, all of the leadership within our organization is promoting it and not just saying, wow, y'all should really go to the gym. You should work out. It's more of an infectious thing. Yes. So we're going to work and we're saying, Hey, did you go work out this morning? What was the workout like? You know, or, you know, we'll say, Oh, this coach, you know, they're really pushing me hard and, yes. but I did it or I got this done. And so it's, that's what makes it infectious is, it's not that we're trying to say, y'all need to be fit and you need to go to the gym. We're saying, this is a lot of fun and we're having a great time. And did you go today? Because we mm-hmm. went it was, it was a hard workout, but I feel really good, you know, and that encourages other people to go because it's a positive and, and everyone is just real excited about it.
1: How have you noticed at your branch or where, you know, cause I know that y'all meet as a whole, but in your particular branch, how have you noticed the the, how the workouts have impacted your location
0: um every it's funny because we all laugh that our thighs are getting bigger (laughs) because we're working out more and so our pants are a little tight around our thighs (laughs) but um no it's it's fun because we're all just making those type of comments or you know talking about what someone achieved or you know it's it's I I think that's the difference that we've seen is, is in the interaction among each other is, is that we have that commonality, whereas, you know, we may come from all different ages, all different backgrounds, Mm. all different experiences in our personal life, but we have that as a constant.
1: How have you personally, we'll call it in your fitness, like going back to things you mentioned earlier about like reaching for things, saw pictures of your arms, like how Mm. have you physically seen a difference in the last few months since you started?
0: I have seen an increase in in muscle and I've seen an increase in strength. I was actually Hmm. doing yard work this weekend and I worked probably all day in the yard and I was never, I was never tired. Hmm. uh, My muscles weren't sore. I was talking to my mother the next day after I did all that and she's like, oh my gosh, Suzanne, what are you doing? And I said, well, it needed to be done. It was a nice weekend. I had all the stuff, so I just did it. And she said, are you sore? And I said, actually, no, I'm not. I'm not and at all, and I was want. I was bending and digging yes. and lifting things, and you know it it was it was a lot that I did through the weekend, but but I wasn't so And it at goes all.
1: back to even your why and kind yeah. of the reason for doing it, and sometimes people don't understand that like this can help with that, right mm-hmm. like exercise on a regular basis translates into activity outside of the gym that right. you want to do
0: just your everyday life and mm-hmm. your everyday health and you know. I can tell you if I would have done that same stuff last week, last year that I did last weekend, I would be very sore. Yes. I would be in the Epsom salt bath. I would Ah. be like, you know, trying to figure out how to loosen up those muscles. But it it just, it makes a difference in your life. It makes a difference in Mm -hmm. the way that you're able to you know, just do ordinary things or even extraordinary things that you don't normally do. I mean, it's
1: even as simple as, let's say you go to a, you travel somewhere that requires a lot of walking right? and you can go, you can walk and Mm -hmm. you're going to be able to do it tomorrow if needed, you know, and you don't necessarily think about that when you're in the gym every day, Mm -hmm. putting in the work. Mm -hmm. Um, But you don't know what you're preparing for, right? What activity, whether yard work, travel um, activities with grandkids one day (laughs) or, you know, anything like that. So, um, the next question is how was your experience with CrossFit? Is this the first time you've ever done it?
0: This actually isn't the first time I've done it. So the first time I did it was gosh, how many years the time goes so fast. Um, it was probably, I don't know, 12 years ago, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I actually ended up fracturing my leg. <laughs> Doing some just I don't know exactly what I did, but it it was just a tiny little hairline in kind of right strange place, but it was kind of right below my knee. And it fractured and and I stopped immediately. I'm like, okay, I can I can't do this, you right. know. Um, it was, it was not at all the same as what I'm experienced here. And that's why when you came to us and we were talking about CrossFit, I was like, Charlie, I'm not going to be like pushing tractor tires and yeah. lifting insane amounts of things. And yeah. I just can't do that. You know, it's not what, that's not where I'm trying to go. You know, I don't right. want to be a, a big muscled up so you weight had some lifter. Reservations. I did have some serious reservations, but I gave you a chance. Oh, uh, <laughs>
1: so glad you did. You gave you a
0: chance, but I will tell you it's different here. Um, this CrossFit is not the CrossFit of 10, 15, 20 years ago or the CrossFit class that I experienced. Mm-hmm. This is a very open, it's it's very, you do at your pace. You do what you're comfortable with. You know, if if you want to lift 100 pounds, great. If you want to lift 30 pounds, great. Mm-hmm. You do what, what works for you and what's best for you. So you're able to kind of go at your own pace and meet your own goals.
1: Right. And just like banking, right? There's a lot of different banks out there. Right. They all fly the banking flag. And that's why I always tell people CrossFit is not a franchise, right? So it's Mm -hmm. almost like banking. Mm -hmm. But every CrossFit's ran different. You know, it's not like Subway where you go into every single Subway. It smells the same. They're going to give you the same meatballs. They're going to, you know, it's a CrossFit is, um, ultimately unique to the culture, to the systems, and the structure of that entity. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you came and gave us a second chance. So uh, in this last few months, because mm-hmm. you started in December, December. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you call kind of one of your biggest uh, milestones or achievement moments that you really were proud of yourself? And it doesn't have mm-hmm. to be a big deal to anyone but you, right? But that you left and feeling really like good about what you did.
0: Hmm. I don't know. There's so many. I mean, just because I feel like it slowly has progressed. And when I first came in, I knew the way to do some of the things just from prior gym memberships or, you know, prior classes that I've done. Um, but I guess probably the, the one that kind of stands out. I know when I was in class just last week, I was we were doing squats. we were doing some back squats and Jacob came up to me and he goes, your squats are looking really good. Like Mm. this, you're, you've really come a long way. You know, I didn't even notice that they were a little deeper than what they had been. And wow, you know, it felt better, but I didn't know that anybody would notice that it looked better, you know, that I was really doing what I was supposed to be doing or that it looked in a way the form was right. And, and and so it's just that it's just, you know, you're slowly getting better and better at, at the form and doing it right and, and maximizing the the workout.
1: Do you have any specific goal of number of days per week that you want to come work out?
0: I'm trying three. Yes. Work has been challenging. (laughs) So, you know, I like to come during lunch. That's probably my favorite time to come. Mm -hmm. And I have not been able to come during lunch. I always end up, you know, I look down and it's, Twelve oh five. I'm like, well, okay, that one's gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, so I'm trying to to either, you know, come at four or at five, or you know, try to get those in. But if I can do three days a week, I feel Perfect. good about it. I I think that's you know, I'm trying like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, something like that. Right.
1: But, and this isn't the only, like I said earlier, and we stated that the only A and B area or branches that have access to. Gyms, you guys are doing this all over Texas. Mm -hmm. From my understanding, the Amarillo is how many people total?
0: Oh, my gosh. 500? Yeah.
1: Um, And then they have a gym on site, but they have a Mm -hmm. couple locations that they have access to. Mm -hmm. Then they have uh, Lubbock. Yes. And they have a couple hundred employees there Mm -hmm. that have access to a gym. Yes. And then San Antonio. San Antonio, um, Austin, Austin and Fort Worth. And Fort Worth, right. Mm -hmm. So, which, again, I just can't express enough how amazing what they're doing for Mm -hmm. them to cover fees encourage you to do it um, even have challenges or incentives Mm -hmm. or you know um, opportunities to 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 become healthy is a cutting edge it's a they're ahead of their time i know there's other companies probably that are doing it but nobody's doing it to this level in my opinion Mm -hmm. so I I have to think because you work at AMB that this is going to go into a lot of the AMB offices and people not just locally will listen to it but people in all these other markets. Mm-hmm. So you could have hundreds of people listening and have not tried working out. In other words, have not taken advantage of this great opportunity that AMB has given them for whatever reason, mm-hmm. maybe they're just How can you speak to encourage them in ways that they can just show up for the first time. That's all that really I think is needed because once they go the first time, they're going to want to keep coming back.
0: I, I agree with that. I mean, it, it's always that first class is always a little scary. And, you know, we do the on-ramps where we kind of go through, which is great, where it shows you, you know, you have a coach one-on-one that shows you what what you need to do. And, you know, when they say you're doing these squats, what it looks like. And when you row, this is how you should do it. Yes. And so that's all really Important because then you hit that first class, and that's intimidating too. Because you're walking in brand new. You know, a lot of people know each other, and they don't know you. So I think that's a lot of the fear with people is even that social part of it. You know, Um, but once you go to that first one, you really it's it's easy from there on, um, and the workouts just get easier and easier. And the coaches will walk you through. I know if there's some things that we still, they'll you know call out some weight lift that we're supposed to do. And I'm like, I have no idea what that is. Can right. you show me? And they'll, oh, yeah, and they'll do it. And And so it's it's very, it's easy. It's yeah. it's it's very, the relationships are good. And especially here, I know other gyms are probably comparable that A&B right. has lined up with. They're, they're coordinating with good gyms. So yes. I think it's probably comparable in other places. But I know here, once you get into that first one, it really is... It's easy and it it feels good. It feels good physically, but it also feels good socially because mm. of the friendships that you develop and you get to know the coaches and you get to know the other people that come here and it's just another family.
1: I love that, you know, and I feel like the the goal here is to create an environment that you want to keep coming back to. So how can we make this place so awesome that it gives you a great reason to come back to because ultimately what happens here is fitness, mm. right? You're going to get healthy. You're going to start exercising, and we know the more often you come, right, the more healthy you become, right? And so, how can we create this environment? And part of what you just described, it's the people, you right? Know? It definitely if, is. If, and I and I, you know, had people on the podcast, but even people that literally one of the main, my wife, probably the main reason she comes is for her friends, (laughs) right? (laughs) You know, more than the workout and the, the upside is you get a workout in. So Mm -hmm. I think that that's a big plus. And I love that you highlighted that. Like the social aspect is actually a really strong benefit
0: because Mm -hmm. you're going
1: to be around great people. And then sometimes you might work out with coworkers, right? And that becomes really neat because it's just one more level of connecting. It is. And that overflows into meetings Mm -hmm. and, uh, relationships, which are so important in the working place. Yeah.
0: I love coming here when there's coworkers here yeah. because it is different. It's, mm-hmm. you know, when we're sitting there and we're working through bank stuff is completely different than when we come here and we're having fun and we're working out yes. and just physical, you know, and laughing together. And, and it, it's a different relationship. It's like and built so in team building, yes, it definitely is team building. Yeah. But you know, just to compare, we talk about the social part of it. There is a huge difference between the classes that I went to at the commercial gym versus mm. the classes I go to here. The classes I go to here, there is that interaction. There's talking. It's not just music blared and going through, you know, streaming through workouts. It, it is, it's interacting the whole time. We're interacting with the people that we're working out with. We're interacting with the coaches. So it's a completely different feel. So if anyone has been to a commercial gym and they're kind of turned off by it, mm. I wouldn't even put this as a comparison to that because mm. it's it's completely different.
1: It's awesome. I'm glad that you brought that up because I kind of gathered that you were referencing that, but mm-hmm. that's a great point. Um, mm-hmm. And that's the goal is... You know, I always compare it's like you with banking, like Mm -hmm. you want to deliver, deliver exceptional customer service and make it feel like, man, this is so different from any banking relationship I've ever had. You know, every time I walk in, everybody knows me and you know, they know my kids and that's a risk relationship driven business. Mm -hmm. Um, So the last question, and I ask this to everybody on the podcast the title of the podcast is Building Better People. And that's really the core purpose. Like you have a why for working out. Mm-hmm. Our why for doing what we do is building better people. The belief that when people exercise, it just makes them better at mm-hmm. themselves, at being a, whether you're a banker or a husband or a wife or uh, whatever you do in your everyday life, that exercise and makes you a better version of that. And that really, it fires me up because it's, you know, it's not, even though we do push ups and uh, squats and, Mm -hmm. but it's really not about that. It's about that person accomplishing things and exercising and becoming a better version of themselves. It really makes it fun to do what we do. So how is that true for you? And you can even think back because it doesn't just exclusively pertain to people that work out at this gym. I believe that about people that work out anywhere. Mm -hmm. So if you think back to seasons in your life where you were active, working out regularly and not, and you think about this current season that you are, how is that true for you? How are you becoming a better version of yourself because of your commitment to your health?
0: Without a doubt. I mean, and it's only been a few months yeah, and I feel a huge difference. It's, I'm becoming a better person because of you know the the strength that I'm able to develop again, and and the dedication, and the just just feeling like there's accountability. I feel like instead of just randomly popping into the gym, I feel like there's a there's a structure to it, and there's mm-hmm. a responsibility to myself to make myself be a better person and to be stronger and to remain fit. And you know, as you get older that's really, really important. It's important as you're young, but it's, it's really important as you're older because you have to continue that strength so that you can carry on the activities that you like. You know, you don't want to get older and, and act old. I'm not ever going to act old. I want to continue to act young, even though the numbers of the age are up there. So I I think that it, it does make me a better person just by bringing that energy and bringing that strength back. Suzanne. You're welcome. Thank
1: you. Once again, thanks for listening. If you live in Bryan College Station, we would love for you to come to our gym and start with one of our programs. If you're interested in more information about our services or a free trial, visit us at BoomFitBCS.com. That's BoomFitBCS.com.